Welcome back to Investigate Joe Rogan, the podcast where I investigate things that have been said on the Joe Rogan experience. Today I'll be looking at episode 1827 with Kristen Beck. In my opinion, this was the best episode of JRE that there has been in a long time. Kristen and Joe get into a variety of important topics, such as gravity, which Kristen says she doesn't really believe in. She believes that there is something, to be clear. She just, she doesn't think that we are all actually just floating through space. But she doesn't believe that gravity per se is the thing that is keeping us on Earth. This is the first thing she brings up, by the way. She brings us up within the first like five minutes of being on the show. She really came out swinging, and I respect that. Kristen says it's really Archimedes' theory of buoyancy that is keeping everything together, not gravity. What she's referring to here is called Archimedes' principle. To quote Archimedes himself, any object totally or partially immersed in a fluid or liquid is buoyed up by a force equal to the weight of the fluid displaced by the object. So basically, if you put a rubber duck in a bathtub and it displaces one ounce of water, it's being held up by a force that's equal to one ounce. How is this a substitute for gravity? You may be wondering. I really have no idea what she meant by this. Archimedes didn't intend this to be about gravity, which of course hadn't been discovered yet. I wish she had explained her thoughts on this in greater detail, because this is very confusing. At one point, she mentions that she couldn't make it through the movie Gravity in its entirety, presumably because it was so inaccurate. At another point, sort of throwing another idea into the mix, she says that the reason she's not falling through the floor is because she's more dense than the floor. This makes even less sense as some sort of substitute for gravity, as it would imply that you will always just fall right through things that are denser than you are. I mean, if you thought her buoyancy theory was confusing, try to figure that out. I really don't know what's going on there. This person, Kristen, by the way, is supposedly involved with top-secret military science research projects. She does not believe in gravity, but she claims that the Pentagon was paying her to consult on the most advanced weapon systems in the world. She also seems to have a very unrealistic idea of what kind of technology the military has. At one point, she says that Navy SEALs get personal satellites that they can shoot up into space, something which definitely doesn't exist. This, combined with how incredibly delusional she clearly is, I will get into that later, this leads to me to believe that she is probably lying about what her job in the military was or what she actually did. I suspect it is mostly fabricated. In order to cast some more doubt on gravity later, she says that the Great Lakes don't have tides, which doesn't make sense. Because if the moon's gravity causes tides in the ocean, supposedly, it should cause tides in lakes too. This means gravity isn't real. It does not mean that, but that's what she's saying anyway. The problem with this whole idea is that lakes do have tides. They are just so small that you don't really notice, and they are usually overshadowed by other things like the weather. Weirdly enough, and I was not expecting this, 
Rogan uses the moon's effect on tides as a way to defend astrology. I am not sure if he was doing this just to appease Kristen and sort of uh, be nice, or if he truly thinks there's something to astrology. But he basically says that if the moon can affect water, then it's not crazy to think that planets could affect humans who are 70% water. This is basically the ultimate astrology cope, and it is in fact uh, total nonsense. The gravity of other planets has almost zero effect on Earth. Venus, the planet that gets the closest to Earth, has an influence 10,000 times less than the Sun and the Moon combined. The other planets do even less. It's like barely even measurable. So the idea that planets are manipulating the water in your body and making you fall in love with Geminis or something is a bit of a stretch. I'll just say that. I can't believe I'm actually having to criticize astrology in some sort of serious way here, but that is, that is just how this episode turned out, I guess. COVID discussion briefly returns. It seems to only pop up in, in small moments nowadays, which is good. I'm sure everyone is glad that it works like this now. Kristen says she doesn't know if she ever got COVID because PCR tests are not reliable enough. The PCR tests are the ones where they stick the Q-tip up your nose and into your brain, and they are actually pretty accurate. According to a recent study titled Systematic Review with Meta-Analysis of the Accuracy of Diagnostic Tests for COVID-19, it says they are 97% accurate. The home tests are less accurate, however, if anyone still even cares about this. <laughs> the home tests are not that accurate. Uh, compared to the PCR ones. Another conspiracy that Kristen brings up that may actually be even wackier than the gravity thing is giants. She is a big believer in giants and tells Joe that the Smithsonian destroyed the skeletons of many giants that they had. This comes, the origin of this, I was surprised to find out is a satire website called worldnewsdailyreport.com. It's like The Onion. It is not real. The article said, quote, A U.S. Supreme Court ruling has forced the Smithsonian Institution to release classified papers dating from the early 1900s that proves the organization was involved in a major historical cover-up of evidence, showing giant human remains in the tens of thousands had been uncovered all across America and were ordered to be destroyed by high-level administrators to protect the mainstream chronology of human evolution at the time. This can happen. I mean, sometimes boomers go on the internet, and they don't know what's real. They don't know what is satire and what is reality. What are you going to do? What's funny, though, is that she presents herself as being this really sort of investigative and skeptical person, and she even says that she buys old, out-of-print encyclopedias on the internet so that she can get to the bottom of what information the elites have been hiding from us. Uh, but in reality, she cannot even tell what is comedy and what is real. Her other evidence for the existence of giants that she has Jamie pull up is a video of what appears to be a gigantic 20-foot-tall Japanese man walking down the street. It is so obviously fake... <laughs> that Rogan calls it out immediately, and it's kind of an awkward moment. It reminded me of when Tom DeLonge showed him that fake UFO video. I did an episode on Tom DeLonge, by the way, if you scroll down. 
This video is a clip from a movie called Big Man Japan about a giant who defends Japan from monsters like Godzilla. It's a kaiju movie, but she thought it was from real life. Again, Kristen has a lot of difficulty distinguishing reality from fiction. And this is good. This is the sort of guest I want to be on JRE, not some guy who's going to come on and be like, oh, you know, uh, we got we got Twitter, uh, Twitter rules. Um, and, you know, these comedians, the comedians are like philosophers. That's boring. This is what I want. I want giants and like people who don't even know what's happening. <laughs> I will conclude with a couple significantly less crazy things, however. Rogan says that student loan debt is the only kind of debt that never goes away, even if you declare bankruptcy. And this is actually not true. Apparently, most people think it's true and don't even try to get out of their student loans when they declare bankruptcy. But about half the people who try succeed. About half the people who file for bankruptcy and try to get out of their student loans get away with it. So it's worth a try if you're willing to tank your credit score and all that stuff. You can do that, you can pay the loan back, or you can wait for Bernie's upcoming landslide 2024 victory because he is actually going to get rid of all student debt. You heard it here first. And then the last thing I'll mention is that Kristen says 22 veterans commit suicide per day, but it's actually closer to one per day. Still not exactly the most reassuring statistic, but it is not nearly as bad as she says it is. I enjoyed this episode of JRE. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it was the best one in a long time. Thank you for listening to my hard-hitting analysis. If you want to hear more, there is a Patreon you can subscribe to for $2. It has my investigation of Mike Baker's fake company, additional Randall Carlson discussion, a look at my amazing reviews and YouTube comments, and so on. I will see you next week.